Hey, listen, welcome everyone. Uh, perhaps you have noticed censorship has been stepped up. Uh, of course, I've been censored in the past. Um, that's been increasing recently, but a lot bigger people and a lot more people uh, than me have been censored, but it's only increasing. And I'm sure that you noticed uh, the doctors that were uh, in Washington, D.C., uh, giving some of the facts regarding the current pandemic, uh, what's really going on and how that was censored. Listen, let's you and I, let's get going and we're gonna connect the dots because quite frankly, this is a little bit troublesome. But before we get going, one last thing, I wanna remind you that Jesus was asked uh, by his apostles, what is the sign of your coming in the end of the age? And then Jesus listed many signs. Listen, those signs, you can also call them events, you find them in the New Testament, you find them from the Old Testament prophets, you find them in the various New Testament writers, uh, their writings, and their events, their signs. Uh, they're not the end all, they point to the greater thing, as Jesus said, when you see these things, in other words, when you see these events, don't be alarmed. When you see these events begin to take place, these signs, know this, that is not the end all, those things, as alarming and disturbing and as difficult they may be for us to be able to hear, listen, they point, as Jesus said, to look up because your redemption draws near. Jesus also warned that men's hearts would fail them from the fear of things that are coming. It'd be a time of perplexity. The apostle Paul wrote that in the last days, perilous times would come. But all of these things point to Jesus coming again. But I want to look at censorship because folks, this is a huge, huge deal. Facebook, Google, YouTube, Twitter, censor, viral video of Doctors Capitol Hill coronavirus press conference. Uh, listen to this, Facebook has removed a video posted by a news organization which was the top performing Facebook post in the world on Monday afternoon of a press conference in DC held by the group America's Frontline Doctors. Uh, the press conference featured Rep. Uh, Ralph Norman of South Carolina and frontline doctors sharing their views and opinions on coronavirus and the medical response to the pandemic. YouTube, which is owned by Google, and Twitter subsequently removed footage of the press conference as well. There's a very good chance that you saw that. If you didn't see, that, see it itself, you probably saw that it had been censored. So what's going on? Uh, it, it, this is what you can watch is happening. Everything that isn't going along with the particular narrative of the uh, pandemic is, is, is cast away. Uh, they're censoring these things. There's a particular narrative because all of this stuff has to go a particular direction. Listen, I'm going to tell you some things, and here's what I need you to understand. Um, sometimes I speak of things that really bother people. Uh, this video is going to bother all, uh, some people that are going to watch it. But I am commissioned by God to warn people of the truth. Listen, in Ezekiel chapter 33, Ezekiel writes where God tells them, if you're called to be a watchman and you see the nefarious things that are coming against the people and you warn them, but they don't heed your warning and they get themselves into trouble and they get killed or slaughtered or whatever, their blood is on their own hands, but you are not accountable for their lives. However, as a watchman, if you see what's coming and you're afraid to say anything, you don't say anything because you're afraid you're going to make people mad or, or whatever it is, right? 
Ezekiel says, if you're a watchman and you don't warn the people when you see this nefarious enemy coming, then something happens to them, their blood will be on your hands as a watchman. You will not be let off the hook. Listen, as a watchman, I know what the Bible says. I know the direction that these things are going, and I'm very concerned. I'm much more concerned about being right with God than getting people mad at me and writing mean things about me and all that kind of stuff. You can say all the things they want, but listen, we need to be warned. We need to be ready. I'm going to tell you something. This world is never going to be the same that it was. Things have changed. Times have changed. Have we ever seen anything like this again when it comes to the area of censorship to bring in about something different, controlling, massive? You better believe we have. Consider this. This is from the Holocaust Encyclopedia. You can look it up yourself. Not in this article titled Nazi Propaganda and Censorship. Once they succeeded in ending democracy and in turning Germany into a one-party dictatorship, the Nazis orchestrated a massive propaganda campaign to win the loyalty and cooperation of Germans. The Nazi propaganda ministry, directed by Dr. Joseph Goebbels, took control of, get this, all forms of communication in Germany. Newspapers, magazines, books, public meetings, rallies, art, music, videos, uh, music, movies, and, and radio. Did you get that? All forms of communication. Folks, that is what we are watching here happen in America. All forms of communication to the point where artwork that you might post, if it confronts and conflicts the current narrative, you better believe even that artwork will be censored. Wow. Consider this. Viewpoints in any way threatening to Nazi beliefs or to the regime were censored or eliminated from all media. Wow. During the spring of 1933, Nazi student organizations, professors, and librarians made up long lists of books they thought should not be read by Germans. Then on the night of May 10, 1933, Nazis raided libraries and bookstores across Germany. They marched by torchlight in nighttime parades saying chants and threw books into huge bonfires. On that night, more than 25,000 books were burned. And then this continues. It's eliminating all the propaganda. I mean, eliminating all things that were against the current propaganda that was coming of the, of the Nazi regime. This is 1933, in their earlier stages, and then everything really, once they got control on the, 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 um, the message that was going out, the narrative, that is when things really got bad. Schools also played an important role in spreading Nazi ideas. I find all this talk of schools very interesting today. What's going to happen when kids go back to schools? Uh, what's going to happen in these school districts that refuse to let the kids come back yet? Are books being removed? Are new books going to be coming in? What's going on? Uh, schools also played an important role in spreading Nazi ideas. While some books were removed, from classrooms by censors, which I've heard has been happening in some areas. Other textbooks, get this, newly written were brought in to teach students blind obedience to the party, love for Hitler, and anti-Semitism. After school meetings of the Hitler Youth and the League of German Girls trained children to be faithful to the Nazi party. Folks, I look at this and I think we are witnessing 
history repeating itself. This time it's not Nazi Germany. This time this is global. Does the Bible speak of that in a global kingdom coming where everything is controlled? You absolutely better believe it does. Revelation chapter 13 has the passage regarding the mark of the beast. You probably have heard a lot about it lately, where everyone will receive a mark on their right hand or forehead, or they cannot buy or sell if they don't receive that mark. And that mark is associated with bowing, kneeling, and worshiping the Antichrist. Uh, you look and you go, that day is coming in the future. Wow. Unbelievable. But consider this. How do we get there? We watch what's happening in the news. We watch what happened in Nazi Germany. But Revelation chapter 13 gives us a little bit more insight. Before you get to the mark of the beast, check this out. John writes, I stood on the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast rising up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and on his horns ten crowns, and on his heads a blasphemous name. Listen, Revelation chapter 17 speaks of ten nations uh, that are coming, ten, ten kingdoms, ten elite rulers that are going to be ruling the world. And, and Daniel also speaks of that. And then they're going to give their power and authority to the beast, a.k.a. the Antichrist, to rule over them, to rule over this new world order that is coming. And it's going to have a particular narrative. Wow. Now the beast which I saw was like a leopard, uh, and like a uh, feet like a bear, a mouth like a lion, and the dragon gave him his power. That would be Satan gave Antichrist his power and great authority. And I saw one of his heads as if it had been mortally wounded, and his deadly wound was healed, and all the world marveled after him and followed the beast. Followed, they, they, all, they all marveled. This is what the Antichrist is going to have. He's going to seemingly have the solutions to the world problems that we are experiencing, and the world is going to follow him. So they worship the dragon, that'd be Satan, uh, the dragon who gave the authority to the beast, and they worshiped the beast, saying, who is like the beast? Who is able to make war with him? They worship Satan, they worship Antichrist, and they say, who is like him? They're marveling at him. Who is able to stop him? Listen, as we look at world events right now, this thing is going this direction. And I can tell you, apart from a miracle from God, this thing is not going to be stopped because it's all going to a particular direction, a particular place. It's going to this place, to the place of the New World Order, Antichrist at the top, the beast, this narrative, everything must go that way. Why do I know that? Because the Bible tells us. But all of these things point to the greater kingdom that's coming. The Lord Jesus Christ is going to crush that kingdom, and he is going to rule and reign. So as we see these things, remember Jesus said, when you see them begin to happen, look up, your redemption draws near. Then he said this, a mouth was given him, to speak great blasphemies, and he is given authority to continue for 42 months or three and a half years. That's half the duration of the tribulation. And then he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name, his tabernacle, and those who dwell in heaven. It was granted to him to make war, get this, with the saints and to overcome them. And authority was given him over every tribe and tongue and nation. In other words, all those who come to faith in Christ during the tribulation period, Antichrist has authority over them. If they do not worship the beast, off with their head. That is what the Bible is teaching. But 
when they die, they're going to be in the presence of the Lord. That's the good news. All who dwell on the earth will worship Antichrist, whose names have not been written in the book of life of the Lamb who was slain from the foundation of the world. And then John says this, If anyone has an ear to hear, let him hear. Folks, I can't say it enough. Again, as a watchman, like Ezekiel 33 says, I am warning, if anyone has an ear to hear, let him hear. I look at these things, I'm going, wow. Uh, we... <laughs> If anyone is out there, you have an ear to hear. Hear what the Bible teaches. Over 800 signs of the second coming of Christ. Everything is going this particular direction, folks. I hate to give bad news, but we remember the great news. All of this bad news points to the great news. Jesus is coming again, and he's going to rule and reign from Jerusalem. There's going to be a millennial kingdom, and then a new heaven and a new earth. But then this says this, he who leads into captivity shall go into captivity. He who kills with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. This is our patience. This is our faith. We know what the Bible says. We hold on. We keep our eyes fixed on that which is above the Lord Jesus Christ. We don't get caught up in the events that are happening, but we get caught up in our thoughts on the Lord. As Jesus said, when you see them begin, where do you look? You look up. I see them. You see them. We look up because Jesus is coming again. We look beyond the events. The events tell us, the signs tell us something is coming, that something is a someone, it is Jesus. Look up. Your redemption draws near. That's what Jesus says. Look up. Until next time, God bless. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, hopeforourtimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in. If you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast, you can find us at Hope For Our Times on YouTube. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time.